The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. At that time, Jesus revealed himself again to his disciples at the Sea of Tiberias. He revealed himself in this way. Together were Simon Peter, Thomas called Didymus, Nathaniel from Canaan, Galilee, Zebedee's sons, and two other of his disciples. Simon Peter said to them, I am going fishing. They said to him, We also will come with you. So they went out and got into the boat, but that night they caught nothing. When it was already dawn, Jesus was standing on the shore, but the disciples did not realize that it was Jesus. Jesus said to them, Children, have you caught anything to eat? They answered him, No. So he said to them, Cast the net over on the right side of the boat, and you will find something. So they cast it, and were not able to pull it in because of the number of fish. So the disciple whom Jesus loved said to Peter, It is the Lord. When Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he tucked in his garment, for he was lightly clad, and jumped into the sea. The other disciples came in the boat, for they were not far from shore, only about a hundred yards, dragging the net with the fish. When they climbed out on shore, they saw a charcoal fire with fish on it and bread. Jesus said to them, Bring some of the fish you just caught. So Simon Peter went over and dragged the net ashore, full of 153 large fish. Even though there were so many, the net was not torn. Jesus said to them, Come, have breakfast. And none of the disciples dared to ask him, Who are you? Because they realized it was the Lord. Jesus came over and took the bread and gave it to them, and in like manner the fish. This was now the third time Jesus was revealed to his disciples after being raised from the dead. When they had finished breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? Simon Peter answered him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said to him, Feed my lambs. He then said to Simon Peter a second time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Simon Peter answered him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said to him, Tend my sheep. Jesus said to him the third time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was distressed that Jesus had said to him a third time, Do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. Jesus said to him, Feed my sheep. Amen, amen, I say to you, when you were younger, you used to dress yourself and go where you wanted. But when you grow old, you will stretch out your hands, and someone else will dress you and lead you where you do not want to go. He said this, signifying by what kind of death he would glorify God. And when he had said this, he said to them, Follow me. 
The Gospel of the Lord. My father was having a conversation with one of his fishing buddies, telling him about a fish that he, a very large fish that he caught in the Cape Cod Canal 40 years ago. Needless to say, he remembered every detail where he was standing, what he was wearing, the length and the weight of the fish. As I approached the two, the friend turned to me and said, Oh, by the way, happy birthday, Peter. I said, well, thank you very much. And my father says, is your birthday? When was your birthday? I said, a couple days ago. He says, oh, I forgot your birthday. How could I possibly forget your birthday? Well, I'm happy to tell you how he forgot my birthday. He's a fisherman. Because fishermen will sometimes forget things like birthdays. But fishermen will never, never forget catching a very large fish. Now, the reason I say that is because in the gospel, Peter catches 153 very large fish. Of course, he must be very happy. Oh, but wait, there's more. He drags the fish to shore, and then he has breakfast on the beach with his best friend who was dead a week ago. Oh, wait, there's even more. Then Jesus turns to him and says to him, feed my sheep, which is another way of saying you're the shepherd, and the shepherd means that he's the first pope, which is a very nice promotion, and you can see that Peter's having a really good day. (laughs) But that's not my question. My question is, is why is Jesus in such a good mood? Why is Jesus handing out all of these nice gifts to everybody? Shouldn't he be upset? Shouldn't he have some harsh words against the Israelite nation that just handed him over to the Romans for crucifixion? Shouldn't Jesus be a little bit upset at the disciples who abandoned him in his moment and hour of need? And maybe he should be looking around for new disciples? Maybe he should be very disappointed at the world, at its bad decision, and turning away from, from, from Jesus? Why is Jesus in such a good mood? I'll tell you. Because he healed He healed from his wounds with this detail. He healed quickly. About a month after my father had open-heart surgery, he went to see the doctor for a checkup. The doctor was amazed at how fast my father healed, given the fact that my father is 85 years old. And I'll tell you how he healed. See, when he first got home from the hospital after the surgery, after eating hospital food for two weeks, he wanted to have pizza and fried clams. But he didn't. He stuck to the sodium-free diet and tasteless food, as instructed. My father got home from the hospital. The first thing he wanted to do after sitting in bed all that time was to do stuff, to, to fix up the house, go to work, go fishing. But he didn't. He stayed home and he rested. He forced himself to rest because that was what he was told to do. And then when he got home from the hospital, he did not want to do the therapy because his chest was raw, it was just uh, it was opened up. It was very, very painful to do the breathing exercises and then to push the pillow into his chest. But he did it. 
And the reason why my father healed so quickly is because he did every single thing that he needed to do to heal. So how did Jesus heal so quickly? Well, Jesus did everything he needed to do to heal quickly. Well, he was on the cross. He forgave everybody. He was patient. He was kind. He was merciful. He turned to his father while he was on the cross in prayer. And then after he died, after he died, he returned to his father. Because remember, he said to his disciples at the Last Supper that I will not drink of the vine until the kingdom. (laughs) So going into the kingdom now, (laughs) we could expect that there was a banquet. And I could just picture the father raising his glass saying to my son, who just saved the world. Jesus healed quickly because he did everything he needed to do to heal quickly. Now here's my point. We're Christians, and as Christians, our job is to carry the cross and follow Christ. Carrying the cross means we're going to get beat up. We're going to get hurt. We're going to be opposed. We're going to be ignored. We're going to be taken advantage of. We're going to suffer. But see, that's only half the story. The suffering, yes, we're going to have. But there's also the other half of the story, which is the healing. And healing is sometimes, like my father, it's not going to be always easy. You've got to do the things you need to do to heal from the suffering of the cross. Be patient. We have to be slow to anger. We have to forgive. We have to turn to God in prayer. Return to the Father. There's two sides to the cross. There's the suffering part. And usually we try to accept that. But we forget sometimes that the most important part, which is the second half, is to heal from the suffering. And we had to do everything it takes to heal quickly.